The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Ritter Nation, to the Ritter Nation podcast. And this show is, of course, the postgame for that debacle, the delirium, the disappointing, and the dysfunctional loss to our most hated rivals in my freaking book, the Denver Broncos. We're going to hit on that and other things here that I think you'll want to hear on show 249. Well, before I get too far along in the show, I want to thank Tailgater's Barbecue Party. That's the bad boys of barbecue. The people we tailgate with are awesome, and the party never ends. If you're going to party in Oaktown at a game at the Mecca, you got to make sure you hook up with the Red Nation Podcast at this show because it is the freaking bomberoony. I'm telling you right now. It's the best thing about the game. Has been for a long time. Great people, great food, a great party. Okay, on our show today, there will be, of course, the post Broncoho debacle. Cirque du Soleil is what I call it. Cirque du Soleil in Oakland. Clowns flying around. So so greatly coined by Sean of the Raider Tape. And, of course, we got to hit first things first. <laughs> that has everything to do with this game. And, of course, ending up with, now what? Now what are we going to do? And that, of course, blends right into the Texans pregame and the bone line. And I will have to call it the Raider Nation Suicide Hotline. I didn't think I was going to have to do it so goddamn soon. But there it is. Let me start off here by <laughs> this post-game uh, debacle by quoting Sean of the Raider Take. He's got a great blog. Uh, check it out, and here's how it goes. Well, that was just simply unacceptable. Referring to the Raiders' Bronco game at home last Sunday. Plain and simple. What do you want me to say? I could point out the obvious, but why bother? Russell, two picks and 61 yards of total offense, 43 net. Zero catches for Darius Hayward Bay, more than 200 rush yards given up to a crappy Bronco team on our home turf. Well, at least we vanquished our real enemy, Rich Gannon. And that's his take, and... You know, that's a great way to springboard into the story. The post game for the Denver Broncos, what more could I say? The tailgate was fantastic. And also the crowds were 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 that were there. They were there for the game. We we're hoping positive things. We we're thinking that we could get it back on track, knowing all along this is a necessary win for the Oakland Raiders at home against a dreaded, dreadful, nasty ass opponent that we cannot freaking stand. So we got in. And the game started and ended very much the same. The Broncos came to play. The Raiders came to get paid. That sums up the game from our quarterback all the way to our defensive line. 
unbelievable failures at every level of this team to include the coaching. Cables, vanilla, coach play calling. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know what happens. This seems this team seems to have some type of self-destructive uh, compulsive behavior that maybe they all should be taking some fucking Prozac. Maybe it's a combined euphoria. Maybe that's what they need is a combined euphoria. I have no idea. I have no clue. I do know this. The proof is in the score, and the score was ugly. The game was uglier, and fans were leaving by the half. It's terribly disappointing as a fan to see the Raider Nation leaving. I know it's been a long time of losing, but, you know, things just seem to keep going in the wrong direction. Well, comes to our second story here, first things first. So let's get to first things first. The organization. Yes, I have to point it out because now is a time it raises its ugly head and announces what a bumbling, fumbling, idiotic administration runs our football team. From John, you smoke pot Herrera, to Mike Taylor, who has the ear of Al Davis, everyone in the front office is afraid for their jobs constantly because of the backstabbing and poorly run organization that is your Oakland Raiders. I ask you this, Raider Nation, do you think that a team on the field, even with talent, can function under such unbelievable, ridiculous management? I say it would be very difficult at best. I look for examples in the past of teams that have come and beyond the management, and there have been a few, very few. The Oakland Raiders need a total revamping of the building, as Rich Gannon said. And let's get to Rich Gannon, shall we? The Raiders making a big push in the media to keep Rich Gannon out of the press room for the pregame briefing. That's what we needed to have concentrated on, that was what was more important than winning the football game, which would bring to light again the dysfunction in the front office of the Raiders. Trying to belittle and really bash a great player for the Oakland Raiders organization. Just because he speaks the freaking truth. We all know that as fans. I sent the Raiders an email saying to them how ridiculous that they would expect that to turn the fans on Rich Gannon, who've brought in the fans more victories, more smiles, more cheers, and more exhalation and, 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 and satisfaction than has been there for many, many years thus far. The Raiders should be concentrating on their player personnel, their coaching, the condition of their players, as in Jamarcus Russell. Don't get me wrong. The team is good, and I love the Raiders. They're my team. But it's just so, so disheartening, and it just takes another piece out of your soul when you see crap like this in the media. Now, every time someone tries to pop off against the Raiders, Al Davis is there with a knife trying to cut them out of the, of the press room, cut them out of their own organizations, belittle them and berate them as if they're not saying the truth. I wish the Raiders would take a poll of their fans and find out what they think because the front office and the ownership is freaking clueless. They are clueless to the needs of the team. They are clueless to how to run a franchise, and I'm sure they would be afraid that the fans are so much smarter and could fix this thing tomorrow.
That is the core problem with the Oakland Raiders. And until that changes, we are going to look at many, many losing seasons. I'm sorry. Al Davis promised a general manager two years ago and has yet to appear. And if you think John Herrera is a general manager, he could be a general manager of a pay bathroom. That's about the height of his experience and, of course, his class. Raider Nation, I have great faith in this team. I know they can do it. They can do it because they've done it in spite of all the front office circus and all the stuff in the media. The players seem to come sometimes and come together for pretty incredible performances. It's insane to me how they do not see what the hell's going on. So let's just talk about our quarterback. Recently in an article stating that he cares. Now, (laughs) I just find myself chuckling because the fact that he even has to say he cares is ridiculous. The fact that he talks about his body language being being something he learned from one of his past coaches to hide his emotions from the opponent is strictly hilarious, juvenile, and ridiculous. I cannot even believe an adult would say such a thing and expect anyone to buy into it. What a stupid statement from a not-so-intelligent individual, obviously. Jamarcus should just shut his mouth and play football. Prove it to the Raider Nation with your feet, losing 25 pounds that you gained from last season, because trust me, Pillsbury Throwboy, you've gained a ton of weight, you're slower, you lumber around, and you fall down faster than any quarterback that I've ever freaking seen in my life. Trust me. Now, there's a rumor out there, and it's not been confirmed, but I will tell you what it is, and this is from the Raiders parking lot, that someone saw Jamarcus Russell in his white Rolls Royce with one of his buddies in the in the passenger seat. And of course, the Raider fans after a loss are not the best group of fans to be around, especially if you're one of the causes of the loss. Now, allegedly, as Jamarcus was leaving the parking lot and the fans were booing, and I'm sure, I'm sure giving the one-finger salute, to Jamarcus Russell as he left the parking lot. His homie rolls down the window and says, well, at least we're eating good. You guys are still broke. And as he rolled up the window, Jamarcus was seen giggling and laughing as they sped out of the parking lot. I just hope that this is some bullshit. I hope that it's not true. It's hard to believe that it's not true, especially after the post-incident I care comment from this <laughs> quarterback that is supposed to lead our franchise to the next level. I'm tired of dragging this guy through the mud. He's dragged himself through the mud. He is uninspired. He is not a leader. Leadership is seen on the field in every football field in every game on every Sunday and Monday in this country. Don't tell me the quarterbacks that don't lead their team to championships Have a swagger. Don't tell me that they demand the very best from their players and themselves. Don't tell me that they're prepared for a game and step up and take the heat when it's necessary. Unlike our quarterback, who is never seen in the media because he's afraid to take the hits that he should be taking in front of the camera. 
Other quarterbacks have done it. Our quarterback has not. Don't tell me he's shy. I'll just tell you this. Jamarcus Russell is the weakest link on our team at this point. And don't tell me that the defense failed us this game because the defense was so tired of handing him a first down only to go back onto the field before finishing a glass of Gatorade. <laughs> I just can't believe this team. It just seems that we are freaking psychotic from the top to the bottom. The funniest thing, or may I say it's the saddest thing, is we have great players, and the problem is soon they will tire of this game and this circus and want to be traded away, and we'll be just like every other team that picks up good players, trains them, and lets them go. That would be a damn shame. The Broncos game was a disappointment like no other. Expected something. Expected competition. And we're sorely left down, left out, left in the cold, like the fucking seagulls coming after the game to pick up the scraps. That's what it was like, folks. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it at all. So that was it. That was it. That was the game. And, uh, well, let's just look at the next story. Where do we go from here? <laughs> Where, do we go? Where the hell do we go? Where do we go? Where do we go? Where do we go now? Where do we go? Where do we go now? I'll tell you where we go from here, man. We just go up. Because now we can forget about a playoff season. We can forget about a division win because we're not going to win the division. I was hoping for that too, but I'll tell you, look at our team. I just don't see it. There's no possible way it's going to happen. So let's just move on beyond that and look at our team for what it is. It's a young group of guys that are being led by basic cable. So we can just hope for the best and hope for shining stars to rise to the top. We can hope that this team finds some type of spirit, a direction, a leader, all those things we can hope for, but knowing all along that we should not expect very much. Look at the teams we have to play coming up. We have the Giants. We have the Eagles. <laughs> we have the Jets, and we have the Chargers all before the break. So do I need to say anything about those games? Do I need to rally the troops to be positive about winning those games, I can tell you this. I'm going to watch. I'm going to pray. I'm going to hope. I'm going to look for lights and flashes of greatness <laughs> through our team, and hopefully our quarterback will redeem himself. Hard for me to believe that'll happen, but you have to give the guy a chance. That's what we have to do. He's our $60 million man. We have to look forward to some good football. Let's just hope our team gives us something like they gave us last year, a streak, two or three games in a row, maybe of wins. You never know. Who knows? We could be able to beat the Jets. I just can't tell you. It just depends on what team shows up on Sunday. You just never know. But you know this. We're not going to the playoffs, and we're not going to win a division. Those things I can pretty much guarantee you. Nope, not being negative. Just being real here, brother. Watch our team, look at any of the film, and you tell me. 
Now, this moves me to the Houston Texans, who we will be seeing Sunday in a game that is pretty weird. Uh, They beat us three out of four times, which is kind of weird for an expansion team, especially when you're talking about the Oakland Raiders. They beat us three out of four times, and they beat us pretty well. Now, listen, I don't want to make any bad predictions. I think we can win this game. It really depends on who shows up to play. I do know this. The last time we were there was in 2004, and we lost the game 30-17. to And here's what happened then. Kerry Collins was the starting quarterback, if you remember. Three interceptions and a losing fumble. One of the, the fumble was run back for a touchdown, and <laughs> Jonathan Wells ran for 105 yards against our defense. Andre Johnson had six catches for 115 yards and a touchdown, and Jamie Sharper returned that Collins fumble for a touchdown. The Raiders, <laughs> the Raiders can win this game if they come to play. The Texans are hurting. The Texans are a team that were supposed to go a long way this season, but sputtered at the beginning, just like us. But they're not sputtering now. They're playing pretty good, and they have a couple of pieces, in reality, put together to put up a pretty good team. I see the Texans as a 500 team this year. That's eight wins, folks. Do you think we'll get eight wins? That's what I ask you. I'll tell you this. If we beat the Texans, it'll be a great mark in our season. It'll be like beating the Giants. It's a big thing because they're a better team than we are. If we can rise the occasion and beat them in their house, maybe it'll give us some momentum to move forward. Other than the last time we played there in 2004, I don't have much positive news. We did beat them last season uh, towards the end of the year when we started to click on all four cylinders. It's a shame that we're not clicking on any cylinders right now, We need them. We need to have it happen now. And I can hope and pray that we beat the Texans, but you guys know. (laughs) You saw it. You feel it. And I can't sugarcoat it. Let's just hope the Raiders win. Let's give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Let's hope Jamani decides to step up to the plate. That's all I can say about that. Well, Raider Nation, here's the moment you've all been dreading or looking forward to. You decide. (laughs) This is not going to be the bone line. It's not even going to be the Raider Nation suicide hotline. I think we need to go deeper. I think we need to talk more. I think we need the Raider Nation group therapy session where we can commiserate, we can share, and we can bond as the Raider Nation. (laughs) We got to get it out. You know what I'm saying. Okay, so let's go into the therapy session, shall we? Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, Raider Group Therapy Session. Yes, we have quite a group here today, and Let's not beat around the bush. We have people who are upset. We have people who are angry. And we need to free them from the frustration and hostility that they hold inside. So, my brothers and sisters, let's just have it. Let's see. Who, who, who would like to be the first to, to bear, their, bear their feelings to the Raider Nation? Let's see. 
Okay, wait. Oh, there's a very excited individual here. Yes, Mr. Money. Mr. Yes, that's Mr. C Money. Share us with us, man. Share with us your your frustrations and, and your anger. Go ahead, brother. My brothers, what's good? I told you, man. These guys are fucking terrible, man. They suck dick. Our defense fucking sucks. Our fucking offense fucking sucks. We can't do fucking... Our fucking coaching sucks. Hey, man, we fucking suck, man. We suck. We are not going to fucking win for years. Fucking years. Until we clean fucking house. I walked out of the fucking game at the end of the third quarter. I couldn't take it no more. I just fucking left. I left the bar. I said, fuck these guys. I'm done. How the fuck do you score three points in fucking Oakland? Your own home. Three fucking points? But just remember, C-Money told you so. C-Money fucking told you so. Very good, C-Money. I'm, I'm glad the group the group feels the same way. Uh, you know, we all share these frustrations. We hope for the best, but, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out. Just like, well, against the Bronco Hose. It didn't work out very goddamn well. Now, did it? Okay, I have to share my frustration, too. So who's next? Oh, yeah, here's another very eager individual to share here's share their story. Yes, who do we have? Yes, sir. That That's... Oh, yes, Mr. Double X Raider. Uh, share your soul. Bear your soul, brother. Tell us how you feel about the Raiders. He's the Double X Raider. This is ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. We must have both buried our heads in the sand. Un-fucking-believable. We can't run. We're not running. And we, what we're doing is running the same damn plays we always run. We need to sit your Marcus ass down. You don't throw the double coverage. Help me. Help me to understand. That's what we're here for, man. We're here to help you. We're here to help you figure it out, man. And, you know, we don't know what the fuck's going on in Oakland. But you know it's not right. It's not right. Okay, who else? Let's, let's, let's have, okay, someone else in the crowd. Who else is ready to bear their soul? Yes, we have a, we have a Mr. Dog. Yes, Mr. Mr. J-Dog. Yes. Oh, my gosh, you look so frustrated. Oh, my. Just settle down. Settle down. Just take the microphone, take a deep breath, and tell us. Tell us your deepest feelings, brother. J-Dog, Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Jamarcus Russell, we will never win with this guy. I'm telling you right now, we will never win with Jamarcus Russell. He is garbage. He wouldn't even be a, a decent backup on another team. He's pathetic. Three fucking points against the Broncos? <laughs> the guy can't throw, man. The guy can't fucking throw. It's, it's, it's a joke. You know, and, and I had an opportunity to go see the, the Raiders play the Giants in New York. Uh, my friend can get tickets, man, but uh, I'm not going. I'm not going to waste my time and money on a team that is pathetic. Before the season started, I, I thought they could be 9-7 and seven, fight for the wild card. And, you know, we'll be lucky to win fucking six games this year. My good brother, J-Dog, just now calm down. I understand six games, it's not a lot, but it's a lot compared to what we've won lately, so maybe six isn't too bad. Isn't that fucking pathetic that I even got to fucking say that? Okay, man, what other brother's got to spill it out? Okay, you're in the group now, brother. We are all with you. Juan Jorge. Juan Jorge, let us feel it, brother. Let us feel your pain. This is Juan Jorge. We just bent over. And said, come on in, Denver. Well, I like the analogy, the bending over and taking it in the ass. 
is exactly what happened <laughs> on Sunday when the Bronco hose came to town. Couldn't have said it better myself, brother. I hope you feel better. I do, because that was perfect. Okay, well, well, who's the next person who needs to share? Yes, please step up. No, wait, we have Raider. Raider Mike? Raider Mike, is it? Okay, Mike, please lift up your chin. Lift it up. Yes. Be proud. Yes, I know you are. You're a very proud man. I know you. <laughs> we all were proud at one time. And spill your guts, brother. Spill them out right now. I'll tell you one thing I do know. That that 150 bucks I spent on the ticket and everything else, it was worth seeing Raider Wild. It was really worth seeing Colorado Chris and Randy Greg, Juan, my boy. Yeah. It was nice seeing all you guys, man. That that, that barbecue, uh, that tailgate is something else. I'll tell you what, that salmon is something else. I had a blast. The RMP crew, love y'all. Love the Raider Nation. Oh, my goodness. That game sucked. Yes, I'll have to tell you this, that the tailgate has become the new popular entertainment at the game, not the game. It's more the tailgate, which isn't bad. It's better than nothing. It's far better than nothing. Actually, it's a damn good time. It was good to see you too, brother. I really miss you at the tailgate. You're a great guy, a great Raider fan, and that's no shit. I'm not kidding. So please, I'm glad you shared with us your pain because you know how we all feel, and we know how you feel now. All right, what? What? there's another... Wait, there's people wanting to talk to me. Settle down, settle down. Who's next? Who's next? All right, Las, Las Vegas? Las Vegas Raider? Yeah, okay. Just settle down. Tell us, brother. Tell us your feelings. And be honest. This is Las Vegas Raider. The defense can't get off the field. 80-yard drives, one after another. J-Rock, what, what, what can you say about this guy? Two rookie wide receivers, man. No team in the NFL has ever trotted out two starting rookie wide receivers. You know, you can't win in the NFL like that. You know, another thing, Tom Cable with this play calling, man. You know, he's got three plays in it on that stupid card he holds. Up the middle, up the middle, incomplete pass. Over and over and over. Our running game, we're supposed to have such a great running game. You know, one yard, two yards. It's just not happening. Well, we, we all understand as a group, don't we? Don't we, guys? Yes, we understand the three-play Tom Cable playbook. The run up the middle, the run up the middle, and the pass for an incompletion. Don't we all understand that, gentlemen? Don't we all? Yeah. Excuse me, I'm getting a little emotional, but that's kind of fucked up. And so is the two fucked-up rookie Wide receivers. Bad idea. I don't know, man, but I'm glad you said what you had to say. Okay, who's next? Who's next? Okay, settle down, settle down. I understand everybody wants to get off their chest. Just settle down. Who's next? Okay, uh, Mr. Dog? Mr. Lou Dog. You must be a brother to Mr. J Dog. <laughs> well, it's nice to see the whole family in the group therapy session because we, we need to comfort each other and let each other know uh, that we're all feeling the same goddamn feeling, which is fucked up, boy. I tell you. Okay, so going for it, brother. Tell us how you feel. This is Lou Dog from sunny Southern California. The Texans, 
This is a must win on the road against a team who isn't as good as we are. Uh, this is a possible win, a possible win if we keep running that ball and do not let Jamarcus Russell throw the stupid football. Once he starts throwing that ball, I'm turning the TV off. Well, it's nice you have a, a positive approach here. Look, look, my brothers and sisters, look, we have a positive gentleman here. He's talking about the Texans game, and, and I'm sorry, man, but I got to disagree. The Texans are a 500 team. We are far from a 500 team. We are fucked up from the top down. Don't want to bring you down. I'm just kind of venting my frustrations here. I'm glad you're positive. I hope we win. We all hope we win. Don't we, guys? Absolutely. Okay, who's next? Who's next in the group? Okay, now, oh, there's a, oh, there's somebody who's very shy. Let me talk to you now. We have the quiet, wise one in the group. That would be Obi-Wan Raider. <laughs> Let us have it, brother. Give us your true, deepest feelings. <laughs> this is Obi-Wan Raider. 61 measly fucking yards. There is Hayward Bay running damn routes and not even going up trying to fight for the fucking ball. The product that is on the field now is beyond fucking pathetic at the quarterback position and wide receiver position. There is no excuse for that. $64 million fucking dollars, and Jabling thinks, oh, they threw some things scheme-wise out of me to go to check downs, but uh, there's things I can't control. But I think I did all right. If you think 61 fucking yards is all right, then you need to take your ass back to college. Well, there you go. Another satisfied group therapy individual. Now, does, don't you feel better? I know you don't, but God damn it. We got to laugh, man. Come on. Now, we got to laugh about this. You know what I'm saying. Okay, wait, wait. There's more people that need the release. Okay, who's next to release their tensions? Here, brother. Now, now, settle down. I, I, I told someone to give this guy a cocktail beverage before you talk, but <laughs> I don't think it was enough, but it's too late. He's got the microphone. Okay, Pennsylvania Raider, <laughs> just just chill, chill out a little bit, but but let us have it, brother. Let us have it right now. This Pennsylvania Raider, absolutely god-awful football. Absolutely pathetic. I'm disgusted. Offense sucks. Defense sucks. Special teams suck. Coaching sucks. Play calling sucks. Oh, there's another very unhappy Raider fan. But you know what, man? You're, you're letting it out. I'm glad you, you're sharing all your frustrations with us because we're not all stupid here. It seems like we all got the goddamn same feeling about this whole game. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> let's let someone else release just for a moment. All right, who's next? Oh, there you go, sir. Yes. You know, this gentleman here has been waiting so patiently. He hasn't even raised his hand. He's, he seems like he's pretty comfortable. Yes, yes, sir. Uh, you're here for some therapy, aren't you? That, that's right. And your name, Mr. Mr. Maniac, Mr. Raider Maniac. This is Raider Maniac. I'd like to congratulate all the uh, ex-Raiders for making the preliminary list for the Hall of Fame. There's quite a few of them. There's one at every position almost. But the one guy that I'm really, really looking forward to seeing get into the Hall of Fame, he's my favorite player of all time, that would be Lester Hayes. 
to me, he's the best bump and run man-on-man cover corner ever. And uh, I'd really love to see him get in there. Well, we all really enjoyed that positive news, didn't we, gentlemen? Of course we did. Absolutely. That's good that we have some positive news here in the Raider Nation. We need it after that thumping we took by the Broncos last Sunday. Anything positive is good, and that news is real good. Let's see how many get voted in. You know what I'm thinking about that. But thanks for bringing that up in therapy. You brought us all up a little, man. Thank you, Raider Maniac. All right. There's got to be someone else who needs to talk. Oh, my gosh. There's someone who's starting to shake right now. Hold on, sir. Let me let me get your name. That's Mike. Mike. Ra- Raider Mike. Raider Mike from, from Gainesville, Florida. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mr. Mike, please hold the microphone close. There you go. Right there. Now let it out and let us all hear it, brother. We've got some serious issues with Jamarcus Russell. Throwing in double coverage. He's basically killing us. He needs to sit down. I know we've got all this money invested in him, but uh, you look at you know Matt Liner. Finally, they benched him and they went with Court Warner and went to the Super Bowl. Also, look at uh, Brady Quinn. Same thing with him. I mean, I don't know what it is with these uh, younger quarterbacks, but uh, they're not ready. Well, that's what we all have been thinking collectively. Yes, if we had sixty-two thousand seats in this little room. We'd have everybody thinking the same exact thing as you said, and we're all just a little fucking flipped out about it. <laughs> okay, everybody, Prozac? Okay, one, two, three. There we go. Let's just calm down. All right, who's next? Okay, Raider Sid, hang on, hang on. Oh, you have a story? You have something to tell us? Yes, please, please, brother. Give us the news because we need something positive. Come on, brother. Raider Sid, let us have it. This is Raider Sid from Moval. We're waiting outside. Motherfucking Jamarcus drives by in his fucking Rolls Royce laughing his ass off. That's bullshit. That fucker's laughing all the way to the bank, and he ain't doing motherfucking shit. You don't say Jamarcus was overjoyed at the way he played on Sunday? I thought he had heart. There was an article that said he had heart in the news today. How could they lie to us like that? God bless America. They said he had a heart. That punk-ass bitch. I hope he lost a teeth or chipped a tooth or whatever. Ugh. I can't stand him. Don't let me get started. Okay, this is not my session. This is yours. (laughs) Thanks for standing up and being brave. Okay, who's next? Okay, yes, sir, yes, sir. Please step right up to the microphone, yes. And who do we have here? Yes, that's Chris. That that would be Raider Chris. Yeah, you're from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I... (laughs) I see that you're a little upset. Just calm down. We all just had a Prozac now. Take a deep breath and let us go. Let it out. Let it all out, my brother. Raider Chris, Scranton, Pennsylvania. I'm officially saying it. Jamarcus Russell is one of the biggest busts I've ever seen in football history. That's right. I said it. I was sick when we drafted him. I was sick when he sat out his first year. And I'm sick every time he trots out to that fucking field. This guy is killing this offense. First two passes, they're interceptions. He's overthrowing his wide receivers. And then the balls that are somewhat to the wide receivers, they're still not catchable. He panics. And he's got more than enough time, which I give major props to my offensive line. This guy is just awful. He's terrible. And then the Raiders have the nerve to get rid of Garcia. 
Garcia should be clearly starting if we still have him. But, like I said, bring in Gradkowski. It's time. Get rid of Russell. Trade him. Get rid of him. He's terrible. <laughs> Some would say he needs more time. He needs more time. We have to understand the poor boy needs more time. That's some bullshit. He's just a shitty quarterback. You got it on the fucking money. He is a bust and a half. That fat piece of shit doesn't give a rat's ass about winning, and he hasn't since he's been here. Let us let that son of a bitch go. That's what I say. Oh, wait a minute. This is not my therapy session. It's yours. Thank you for bringing that out, my brother. I'm sure we all have a collective sigh. <sighs> okay, now let's let someone else vent. Ooh, there's someone else who wants to get up. Yes, that would be Mr. D, Mr. Raider D. Uh, yes, sir. Okay, calm down just for a second. Get the microphone. Okay, now share with us, my brother, your true feelings. This is Raider D. Was at the game on Sunday in the 90-degree weather, got a nice sunburn, and just watched the, the defense out there for about three-fourths of the game and watched Marcus go three and out, three and out, three and out all day long. It's just gone to the point where we got to do something, man. And Coach Cable said we're, we're going to use the players to give us the best shot at winning, commitment to excellence, just win, baby. And currently, none of these things are are happening. We're not just winning. We're not committed to excellence. We're committed to paying Russell. Is he committed to the team? I'm I'm still trying to figure out. And it's just really tough, man. I, I can't even wear my number two jersey until this guy throws five touchdowns. That's the goal I set this year for him. Until Jamarcus throws five touchdowns, I can't buy any more shit. I'll drink beer before I get in the stadium. And I'm just, I'm, I'm not giving these guys any more coin. It's just, I can't do it anymore. This is a man who has a number two jersey. And that is tragic. I can't believe how many number two jerseys there are at the Coliseum. What a waste of fine woven material if this guy ends up being a complete bustorama. That's for sure. And as far as not buying anything at the stadium... Brother, I feel everything, and every season ticket holder feels the same way, don't we? Uh-huh. Okay, thank you. Please have a seat. Who's next? Oh, goodness, we have such eager people here. Okay, who needs to, to vent first? Yes. Okay, sir, please step up. Yes, your name, Mr. Ho. Yes, you kind of look like a little ho. <laughs> please, don't take it personal. Yes, Mr. Raider Ho. Oh, you have something you have to say? Please, sir. Please, sir. Share share with the group because we all need to hear all of it. This is Raider Ho. Absolutely pathetic. I am still a fan, but holy crap. Raider Nation puts out the money, buys the gear, supports the team, and we bring a product out like that as absolutely horse shit. Hopefully it'll get better. I I don't think it can get any worse. J-Rod is freaking garbage. Well, I agree with the garbage comment. What what do you guys think? Yeah? Oh, yeah. we're getting a lot of nods in the room. Yes, it's very nice. You guys have been very polite, very quiet. I appreciate that for all the members who need to share their pain, grief, and heartache here at the Raider Nation Group Therapy Session. 
Okay, please, someone else step up to the podium. I can hardly wait. Well, there's a fine, clean-cut young man coming up to the podium. Yes, in your name, Raider Raider Steve from, from Vegas. Yes, I, I remember you, sir. And uh, tell me, how do you feel about this particular game, and, and really, in particular, the Raiders themselves? Sh- share with us, my brother. Oh, I'm sorry. I think I called the wrong number. I, I thought this was the bench Jamarcus Russell hotline. This is Raiders team in Vegas. The Broncos aren't that good, uh, but you know what? They're better than us, and that's disgusting. It makes me sick. I know it's early in the season, but I feel that old familiar feeling, and I, I, I keep thinking in my head that the season's already lost. I know that's not true, but fuck, man. <sighs> now, see, Raider Steve, he, he really pulls it in from deep. We all feel that feeling, man, that the season is over, and it's very... Uh, okay, everybody pop another Prozac right now. Okay, let's go. Yes, we all should have a glass of tequila along with that. Of course, Raider Steve, you know you should be happy about one thing. You did get married recently, and congratulations again. And you know what? Just live there in that moment. And uh, forget the fucking Raiders for now until they start to to, uh, prove that they deserve your attention. Give it to your old lady. She deserves it more. <laughs> okay. Okay, wait. There's some other fans that need to get... Thank you, Steve, so much for your comments. You know, I, I, it warmed the cockles of my heart, uh, whatever they are. Okay, hang on just a second. Someone else needs to speak. Someone help Raider Sully up to the podium. He looks a little uneasy on his feet. He looks very high. How, how many drinks have you had, Raider Sully? I, I know it's hard to speak. Well, try try to say what you want to say. I understand it's going to be difficult for you to say. Please, please, just let it out. We're all here to listen. This is Raider Sully. Defense is getting better. Offensive line is getting better. Running game's looking stout. Well, it sounds like Raider Sully had a little too many of those Prozacs and a little too much to drink. <laughs> I'm sorry, brother, but uh, on all accounts, you are dead wrong. I'm I'm sure because the team hasn't shown it. There's a lackluster effort on this team, my friend, and uh, we all appreciate your positive look, but uh, we ain't seeing it, partner. Thank you for coming to our session, though, and trying to uplift the entire attitude of the Raider Nation. But I feel, you know, the Bench Jamarcus Russell session sounds pretty good to me. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for coming to our group therapy, though. You are always invited. All right, who needs to share? Who's sharing? Oh, we have a fine-looking gentleman here. Look, he's coming up in his tweed suit. Yes, yes, uh, Mr. Raider, Mr. Surface Raider, is it? Oh, Please, please tell us exactly how you feel today, sir, because we need to feel how you're feeling about our Oakland Raiders today. It's uh, Sir Trader from England. Such a bad start to the game, it's going to shake anybody. But uh, I've got some serious concerns, along with everybody else, about Jay Russ. Yeah, I'm concerned that he only knows 80% of the playbook. Uh, that said, you know, he's not bothering his ass to learn the game. And you're right, sitting him down isn't an option because this guy is the future that we've bought into. We've got to, we've got to ride his ass until we've proved that he's proper bust. Uh, on the plus side, you know, the safeties are playing out their skins, and that's really good to see. It looks like Huff isn't a bust after all. You know, only good things are happening there, and that's great. Uh, a little bit of rhythm. I think that things could turn around mid-season. Um, Shillings has got to come back soon, and that's going to help. Well, just like the English, he comes in, he comes in, and he gives us an all-calming effect, even though he's saying it just like we've said it, just because he's got that great accent. 
I feel a little calmer right now. <laughs> and we appreciate your input and the positive take you have. I do think that if we do get a couple of games, and I have to agree, maybe if we, we pick up some rhythm and people start playing well, we could do some things. But from what it looks like right now, it's pretty goddamn ugly, I'll tell you right now. But thank you for those positive words and kind words, no less, sir. Okay, well, who's waiting? There's another person waiting here. Hang on. Mr. New York, yes, Mr. Upstate New York. Mr. Upstate New York Raider, please t- tell us tell us how you feel. Uh, get it out so we all can experience and feel the uh, passion and disappointment you might have from this last game. It is the Upstate New York Raider run DMC. Darren McFadden is a star. He's going to be one of the brightest stars in the league. He hits the hole like a Mack truck. That kid runs downhill. I got Jets fans. I got Giants fans. I got Patriot fans all over me. Ah, yet another positive take on the game. Darren McFadden, a definite stud, someone who could definitely make things happen. Boy, it'd sure be nice if the rest of the team played around him. How about the quarterback? Shit, we should have D-Mac throwing the ball too because he's a better quarterback than we have now as well. Well, there you go. Okay, well, that kind of sums up the uh, the general feelings of our group today. And I'd like to always end one of my group sessions with a single topic of conversation, something that we can share together. So please feel free to chime in anytime you like. I would just like to hear all of your opinions on, well, let's just pick a, a, a name at random. How about Jamarcus Jamoney? Jabusto, Jaloser, Jalacko, Jaslacko, you call him what you want, Russell. What do you guys got to say? We got the worst fucking quarterback in the NFL. He is a sack of shit. He has no footwork. Fuck you, Jamani. Couldn't hit fucking water falling out of a boat. He can't hit the side of a bar. You're a 290-pound anchor around the fucking Raiders. You're going to drag us to the bottom. Jamarcus Russell fucking sucks. You couldn't be more useless if you were tits on a bull. We have no offense, and basically he determines if we're going to win or lose pretty much. He's 6'6", 280 pounds, and has shit for brains. He's brainwashed himself into thinking that he's playing well, being productive. He's either dumber than a box of crap, or he just doesn't care. I think a little bit of both. I'm not sure. <clears throat> He's pathetic. Three fucking points. The guy can't throw, man. Once he starts throwing that ball, I'm turning the TV off. He ain't doing motherfucking shit. All very special comments for the man, the myth, the busto, Ja Russell. Yes. Well, let's hope he gets the message. Let's hope he understands that none of us really think he gives a shit about us. So the Raider Nation is pretty keen and pretty wise, and you can't pull the wool over our eyes, brother. Yeah, that's right, Russell. Get it together. That's about the best thing I've heard on this show from a caller. Get it fucking together, partner, because we can't handle more, no more of your shit even though you are going to be our quarterback for the unforeseeable future, please make it a little less painful. Please. 
Well, that's all we have here now for this show, the Raider Nation podcast for this week. I'm sorry it's kind of late, but I was really fucking pissed off. I almost quit. I can't tell you that I wasn't going to because I really was. I'm at the edge of my sanity, and that's no lie. So uh, with that, I just want to leave you with that group session because I certainly fucking needed it. I hope it helped you as well. We have another game Sunday, the Texans. What can I say? We'll just have to see. That's how I am. That's where I am. And that is all I have to say about that. This is Raider Greg, and I am out. Out.